welcome to Real Estate with a Twist. I'm Asia Deming. And I'm Erin Lamb. The purpose of this podcast is to bring a fresh perspective to all topics relevant in today's real estate market. We, both being new to the business but not new to sales, want to always be asking the question, is this the best way to conduct business? Or how can we best serve our clients and other vendors involved in our everyday transactions? So the real estate part is basic discussion on what meets the eye, but the twist will be the unveiling of what is not necessarily obvious, but just as important to our overall success. We want to help you accomplish this while still being yourself. Good morning, listeners. Welcome to this lovely early morning in July, although by the time you guys listen to this episode, it will be sometime in the fall. But anyway, um, I'm going to be recording this episode by myself today. Unfortunately, our beloved Erin Lamb has COVID, so she's down for the count. Um, She did offer to record via Zoom, but that's not going to work because all you're going to hear is her hacking up a lung. So Yes, she will be missed on this episode and however many episodes get recorded in the meantime, but today I'm going to try to keep you guys engaged with this exciting topic and the episode is called Email Overload. So we're going to discuss people's problems with email and what we can do to keep our email organized and it kind of also goes hand in hand with mindset. So I think it's a really, really important topic. So first of all, as I just said, email is mindset oriented. You know, um, you have to kind of think of it like this. You know, I took, I listened to a class, I should say, or a webinar on email. And the person that was teaching the class basically said, what does the inside of your refrigerator and closet look like? So basically what they were getting at is your email, refrigerator, and closets are a reflection of the chaos in your brain. So is it really chaos in your brain or is it peaceful and tranquil and you know where everything is? It's one or the other and I'm going to venture to say that most people have chaos in their email. Um, So... The goal of your email should always be your place of refuge. So whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, you've got too much to do, you don't know where to start, you should always be able to go into your email and feel like everything you need is there. It's the one place that you can go to kind of get all of the information you need or know what needs to be done. So your email is really like your to-do list, which is what a lot of people do use it as, but they also use it as storage. And email, when it was originally created, was kind of created to be your to-do list or a means of communication for what somebody needs. It was never meant to be storage. Um, Of course, now they offer storage and they even charge you for it. But with an email, it's always there. So you know, you do want to remember that. So for example, I use my email to keep my to-do list in order and I don't like when people text me things that need to be done. You know, I can't keep track of all the different methods of communication. So if somebody's sending me a text message with something that needs to be done, 
there's a good chance that I'm going to forget to, to do it. So when somebody does do that, I politely ask them to please shoot me that in an email. This way, once it's in my email, it's a to-do task that needs to be completed and it's in front of me. It never goes away. With a text message, it kind of just gets lost in the shuffle. You know, even my broker, um, he doesn't really text at all because to him, it's just ticker tape. You know, things do get lost in the shuffle. So he's kind of right. You know, you're never going to remember to do something because somebody had texted it to you. Well, you might, but there's also a good chance that you're going to forget to do something. So I think you guys have heard me say this in the past. Even with my clients, I kind of train them and let them know up front that email is the best source of communication or a phone call. I'm not a fan of communicating over text message, especially during a transaction, because things are so important that I don't want to forget. Um, we in this business always want to make sure we're as professional as can be, and that goes for any business. So if you're forgetting to do things that are needed of you, you don't come across professional. So if a client starts texting me homes that they want to see, that's not a problem. I do let them know up front to please email them to me. But if they forget and they start texting it to me, I simply remind them, um, please go ahead and send that to me in an email. This way I can look up the property and send you back the availability of the homes you sent me with additional notes. And it looks so much more professional. I take the properties that they wanted. I let them know if it's available. I reference it against what they wanted and what they needed. And I let them know, for example, you know, you told me that you needed a garage and that was a must have this house. I don't know if you noticed it does not have a garage. Do you still want to go ahead and see it? Now that's important because either a, they forgot that, um, it doesn't have a garage or they missed it or they may like the inside of the house based on the photos so much that they'd be willing to forego the garage. So, you know, I can get all of this information via email. So that's really, really important. You know, and speaking of being professional and forgetting things, I'm just going to kind of say this. Treat your business like a business. If you were hired to run your business, would you fire you? That's a great question. It really is. I can say this. I wouldn't fire me. Why? Because I treat my business like a business. I try to be as organized as possible and work as efficiently as possible. And I have a system and a process for everything. And I'm involved in so much that that's the only way that I would be able to have what I originally wanted when I got into this business, which was a work-life balance. <clears throat> I did not get into this business to feel like I'm always behind the ball and um, I've got so much to do and I feel like I have to work 24 seven, which first of all is impossible anyway. But you know, that's not why I got into this business. So it's important for me to be organized, which is why I felt as though this episode was so important so I can help a lot of the, pe not just agents, people, business people, anybody in general, try to keep their email organized because I hear all the time, when I'm training agents, or even if I'm just talking to some of my agents and my colleagues and even my peers, my friends, they're always overwhelmed with their email. Ah, oh, I got to go. My email's so behind. I've got so much email. It takes me all day. Listen, people, it should never take you all day to go through your email. And we're going to get go through that. So remember, because your email is not storage, 
It's important to be organized and don't let your emails go past one page, okay? You really wanna keep it all organized. If your email is, you know, you can go back like three pages deep, there's a problem. There really, really is. So you wanna start cleaning out your inbox. Me personally, I clean out my inbox every single day. Actually, honestly, I clean it out multiple times a day. Um, And I'll kind of go through some tips and tricks on how to do that. You know, you got to remember that you don't need all of those emails. You know, people treat email like a hoarder. They think that one day they're going to need that item. People do the same thing with their email. They think there's going to be one day that I need this email. So they keep it. You know, why do you need to keep the email? Basically, what you can do is every email that you send is saved. You know, first of all, check your settings and make sure that those emails in your sent folder don't delete automatically. But at any given point in time, you can find that email in your sent folder if you sent an email as a response. So you don't need to keep your inbox all cluttered up, you know? I can assure you that you will feel at such peace and like a, um, a sense of accomplishment at the end of the day if your email inbox is all cleaned out. So that's really, really important. So there's a bunch of tips and tricks. So first of all, when you get an email, ask yourself a couple of questions, actually three questions, okay? Um, what is this? for, what is it asking me to do, and do I need to write this down somewhere else or put it into another system that I use? For example, if you get a calendar reminder or an an appointment invite, go ahead over to your calendar, schedule the appointment, and then delete it. It's that simple. Now you have decluttered that particular email and deleted it, and you're good to go. It's off your plate. Okay, I also want to talk about folders. Some people like to create all these folders, and they keep their emails forever. Yes, I guess in theory that sounds like a better solution, but you're still hoarding emails, people. So basically, if you need an email, I'm just reminding you, you can find it in your send folder. Make sure that, once again, check your settings, and make sure that, you know, that you, that doesn't delete after X amount of days, because otherwise, of course, that defeats the whole purpose. Me personally, I do keep a folder for my transactions, but then I delete it once the transaction is over. And I actually don't need to really do this because um, my brokerage, we use um, a platform called Brokermint, and Brokermint keeps all of our documents. It keeps all of the emails if I forward them into there. It also actually provides a unique email address for each transaction. So as long as I have that email address in the emails that I send to other people, if they reply all, all of the emails automatically get recorded in activity. So I can just go in there. But once again, I'm human as well, so I have not gotten past the fact that I want folders for my transactions while they're going on. But once that transaction's over, I do delete every email that's in that folder and I get rid of the folder. So I don't have 
tons of folders. You know, I plan on being in this business for a long time. What am I gonna have, 100 folders? Then I'm gonna have to spend time scrolling down all these folders to find what I want, when at the end of the day, once the transaction's closed, why would I have to go back into that folder? If something were to happen and I needed to get reference to that email, I'll go into Brokermint and look at the activity where all the emails are tracked. It's that simple. That allows me to have my inbox clean, not a lot of folders, and I never have to go searching for anything in my email, which is the whole point of this whole thing. So let's talk about where you can start. So first of all, start by deleting in bulk. So if you're trying to figure out, wow, man, I am so overwhelmed. I don't even know where to begin. Start there. So you can basically type something in the subject line and then you can delete it all. For example, as a realtor, when we schedule showings through showing time, we get a confirmation that the showing request was received. And then we get another email from showing time stating whether it was confirmed or rejected, whatever the case is. So it's simple. I can go into the search bar. I can type in showing time and all of my showing time emails will show up. I will select all and delete them. At the end of the day, why do I need to have all these confirmations? First of all, I can go into the showing time app and see the confirmation there. So I don't need it to clutter my email. Like, why do I need confirmation in 50 different places? You know, when when I'm going to just go into the app anyway to verify it, get the code for access, whatever the case is. So now, people, once you start doing this, I'm pretty sure you're gonna start feeling really, really good about this. Once you start deleting these, you're gonna feel like the weight's lifted off your shoulder, you're getting so organized. It's like when you clean your house, how good do you feel? You know, I know I'm so OCD, I love it. I feel so good when I have a clean house, which is why I keep my house always clean, you know? And here's a really good tip. Don't overthink it, just do it. Once you get started, you're going to realize that it's not that hard. It's really, really not. So that's the first thing. Um, You want to remember that, you know, I don't know how people can function with a messy email Um, I would personally feel all disorganized, you know, and it's also just to add one more thing, you know, when I'm training my agents, it's very frustrating and a waste of my time when they're trying to find documents that are in their email so that they can get them into our transaction platform, but they can't find the email. So now I'm sitting here while they're going through their email for 10 minutes looking for this document. Mean, and then they're getting frustrated that, oh, this is so time consuming. It takes too long to do this. No, it doesn't. You're so disorganized. It took you 10 minutes to find the email to upload. Had you had it in the proper place that you could find it right away, it would be uploaded and this would be done in two seconds. So it's, it really does not allow you to work efficiently and you waste a lot and a lot of time. So Once you start with a clean email right off the bat, you'll feel caught up and it's not time consuming to keep up with. It really isn't once you have it caught up. The next thing that you should do is you should unsubscribe from emails. This will definitely help, I promise. So there's companies that have multiple newsletters and I'm bringing this up for one simple reason. 
So some people think that, oh, when I unsubscribe from an email, I get more and it doesn't work. That's not necessarily true. So companies are smart. They know people are going to unsubscribe from emails, but they want to keep their content in front of you. So it's just a marketing trick. So what they do is they have multiple different types of newsletters. So you could be on their Friday newsletter and you unsubscribe on Friday, but then you go ahead and get another email from them on Monday and then again on Tuesday. Do you want to know why? Because they have another newsletter for, it's like a Monday newsletter. And then they have another Tuesday newsletter. So you have to unsubscribe from all the different types of newsletters that they have. Once you get through all of that, you will stop getting the newsletters one that you think that you're unsubscribing for. So that's really, really good. So that's that. Now, the next step is stop subscribing to everything people, okay? You know, you, you wanna say that your inbox is all cluttered, but you've subscribed to so many different things that you think that you're gonna look at and, and keep up with, but you really don't, you know? Then you start getting distracted from your work because you're opening up your Bed Bath & Beyond coupon to see what it is, or whatever the case is. Maybe you sign up for a newsletter so that you know what's going out in the market, you know, but you're, you're subscribing to it when you could probably go right to that website when you have free time and look at the most up to updated current content that they sent you. But instead you're putting it in your email inbox. It's cluttering up your inbox. Now it's in your mind that you want to go look at it. Now you look at it and you completely got distracted from the listing that you were trying to list. And then by the end of the day, you sit there and think, I got nothing accomplished. Well, that's because your email, which is like that rabbit hole that sucks you in, you went down that rabbit hole. So stop subscribing and then you won't be tempted to even do it. So at the end of the day, you know, I heard somebody say once, it's a good idea to unsubscribe for two months. Don't subscribe to anything for two months. And after you're unsubscribed from everything, and you haven't subscribed for anything new, you're going to think to yourself, what do I really, really miss? And then go on to that that website. That's it. So the other thing is, is, you know, some people agree with this, some people don't. I believe in keeping business emails in my business email. And I treat my business just like this. When I'm in at work to work, I work. And then my personal time is my personal time. So why would you put your personal emails in your business email? It doesn't make any sense because now when you're trying to work on that listing, you're getting distracted by personal emails. So that's always a good practice. Some people have the opposite um, theory. They say, and neither one is right or wrong, just to kind of explain that. Some people think, well, if you treat it like a to-do list, whether it's a to-do item for personal or business, it doesn't matter. At least it's getting done. Okay, that's fine. If that's how you want to do it, that works as well. That just doesn't work for me personally. The next thing that you should do, and this goes along with mindset, is shut off all of your notifications regarding emails. You know, just a notification is just an indicator that something is needed that you need to do. And now your brain goes into this mode of, oh my gosh, I got to address this now. I have to do this now. So shut it off so that your brain doesn't feel overloaded. That will help keep you calm and not trigger your brain. The next thing that you need to do is you need to make quick decisions. You know, you need to be quick and efficient. 
Don't mull over every email, okay? Just look at it and decide, do I need it or not? If it's a Bed Bath & Beyond coupon, you'll get another email with another coupon. It's really not that big of a deal if you delete it. Just make the decision, okay? And if you are gonna need it, then print it and then delete it. Do something, okay? So all of this is to make you work quick, quickly and efficiently. So a lot of people have time with management issues. And once again, as I explained, because you go down that rabbit hole in your email. So it's really important that you try to avoid that at all costs. So what you need to do is you should block time during the day to check your emails. You know, you don't want to refresh every second of the day. You know, um, how I do it is I check my email probably roughly three times a day. And if I need to clean it out, because we get a lot of emails, if I have a lot of transactions going going on or whatever the case is, I can quickly address everything and I can move on. The other thing that I make a practice of is sometimes I'm on the road um, and sometimes I could be on the road all day, you know, so I could have a tour, then I might have to go to the office for a meeting, then I might have to come home and do training. So how am I going to check my email and spend 30 minutes in that email during that blocked time? Well, what I do to help avoid that is if I'm on a tour and I'm waiting for my client, I'll check my email during that time. You know, most people have smartphones and you can address everything you need to from your phone. I can make a listing active from my phone. I can alter a listing. I can pretty much handle all of my transactions and brokerment from my iPhone. Anything that's needed from me, I can handle. If you have an Android product, you can do the same thing. You know, there's also been times where sometimes it's not the easiest to work on your phone. So I have an iPad or sometimes I break out my laptop and I do it right there. So if I have five minutes while I'm waiting for my client, you'd be shocked people at how much you can do in five minutes. You can really bang out a lot. And I like that because then by the time I get home, I don't feel like I'm so behind on my email and I haven't checked it all day. So, you know, yes, it's nice to block out time to check your email, but don't live and die by it. If there's times where you can't ride the wave, go with the flow, people. Check it during the time that you can. Um, The thing is, is you need to, some people get so fixated on being perfect and doing it the right way and they get themselves all stressed out. Just don't let it happen. Just kind of go with the flow. So in one of my previous emails, I had talked about how you can schedule emails to go out and things like that. There's a lot that you can do so that you're not always in your email all the time, you know? So if you need to send an email out, but you don't want to forget, you can always type it out and schedule it. If you send out an email that needs to go out every single week because it's a reminder email to the team or something like that, you can schedule that to go out weekly. So there's so many other things that you can do to also stay organizing your email. And we did go over a couple of things like boomerang, things like that in a previous episode. But um, this episode was clearly just to help keep your mindset in a, or keep yourself in a good mindset and keep your email uncluttered. And I wanted to give you guys some tips and tricks in order to do so. So that kind of sums that part of the episode up. Um, I would like to give my cheers to Alyssa Jenkins, which is 
where I learned all of my email tips and tricks from and I use them on a daily basis. Uh, I'm sorry, on a daily basis and I practice what I preach. So um, that's a cheers to Alyssa. And the last thing is the self-care tip of the episode. So that self-care tip is Take a break during your day to do something you enjoy. So when you feel like you're overloaded, um, if you've now gone in and you've completed all of your email, you should feel a sense of accomplishment, like we said. So go take a break. Go take a walk. It's beautiful outside right now. Um, This episode's going to air in the fall, as I said. So even then, it's beautiful. Go watch the leaves turning, depending on where you're listening from, and just do something for yourself and keep yourself in that good frame of mind Um, that you had already set up um, because you cleaned out your email. So anyway, thanks for listening to me, guys. Hopefully this was an interesting episode and we hope to have Erin back soon. But otherwise, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next episode. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Real Estate with a Twist podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and we had a blast. If you liked it, make sure to like, rate, and review us. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Estate with a Twist Podcast. Take care, and we'll see you next time on Real Estate with a Twist Podcast.